0: time! folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with
1: us. They're driving theater.
0: You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Please please to bring you our Fefe Feature presentation. Hey, guys. What's up? It is Monday night, it's uh, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, you're tuned in to the drive-in speaker box. It is, uh, it's mid-December, we're here, we're getting ready for the holidays, we're 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 in in the studio, if you're watching on the live stream, we're protecting ourselves, protecting our families. Um, yeah,
1: with only two weeks to go until Christmas, you know, we don't want to risk on our any, holidays. anyone having to miss out on their family, especially since our families are good friends and uh, we don't want to mess it up yeah, for we don't anybody like that.
0: Pollute yeah. families and ruin
1: Christmas. Ruin Christmas, anyway.
0: Um, thanks for tuning in, you guys. If you guys are tuned in to the podcast version of this, the audio version, you're probably wondering, oh, my gosh, where was last week's episode? I'm sorry. I'm getting at last week's episode up and online. Um, there was a, a hiccup in the recording process, so I have to reconstruct some audio files. It's gonna, it's like one of those CSI Miami things where somebody's like going, enhance and you know the waveform like goes and then you can like hear it i don't know it's 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 technical uh hey for the thanks Whoa, for the Vince. resub there Vince. Uh, nice. always always good to see you um i wonder if the chat's working i don't I don't see anybody in the chat um but uh yeah we are um we we up in here so uh didn't see any new movies this week ba- because mainly um not a whole lot of stuff came out this week. We had um you know the biggest release of the week of course West Side Story mm-hmm. and reviews are really mixed. Um it's it's interesting. It it is being considered a flop at the box office cuz it didn't make a whole lot of money this weekend. And a lot of people um I I don't know if Steven Spielberg which is this is something we've talked about on the show quite a bit it's 2021 is a very different place. Uh, you know, oh. somebody was asking me the other day, they were like, hey, Bo, you know, you know uh, wouldn't it be cool to do Christmas trivia again? And, you know, I used to do this thing. It's a place called Smoke and Barrel Tavern here in Fayetteville. I would do these two-hour stage shows where it's just me and a microphone, and um, you know, several gin and sodas, and uh, you know, dressed up as Santa. I do I do these things all the time, but you know, the humor was a little bit raunchy. It was a little bit rowdy. Um, We would give drunk people ink pens and pieces of paper, and they would draw all sorts of rowdy stuff, and I'd comment on it and make jokes, you know, and and there was not, um, you know, it wasn't. There was more than one occasion where there'd be like hilarious swastika nazi ding dong rape propaganda and like all kinds of just hentai horrible Um, like simpson sex and it was just when you describe
1: it out loud it's a lot more appealing than when you're actually there (laughs) uh it's not as bad when you're there um, because you're in everyone's on the joke. in on the joke, yeah. Yeah, and but. so
0: they were like, well, you should do this again sometime. And I was like, man, you know, the thing The thing about it is, is like in 2021, like if I was on stage with a microphone in this sort of cancel culture TikTok world that we live in and some stranger like i mean i go back in in my head in like 2016 where it was bikes blues and barbecue and some stranger just walks in the door when i'm like going and 17 beast titties come out and squirt milk all over you know uh, uh tiger woods mouth and you're just like what is happening in this world and it's like hey hey welcome to Smoking barrel <laughs> and then people would laugh you know and be like oh okay but nowadays like as an entertainer and as someone that gets on stage and you know says things into microphones all the time in front of an audience it's like you 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 really kind of got to be careful of those strangers that just walk in unannounced with no context and but i don't know
1: if i could do it again you have to do like uh, jimmy volmer in the future from the uh, south park post-covid special where it's like hey hey what about those mexicans huh? mexicans what a great people they got good food and really nice great <laughs> culture and everyone's like, "Oh, it's so hilarious!" Yeah, and then all of his jokes were just like compliments, and people like, "Yeah, the future jokes are hilarious."
0: Well, and and coming back around full circle, uh, West Side Story. You know, I've been reading reviews, and this morning I was, you know, I'm I, I listen to NPR. I'm one of those guys. I mean, a guy that does talk radio. You'd think I have to uh, um, be familiar with NPR. But uh, you know, on one A today, they had like a panel of of people to t- discuss. You know, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story.
1: And his decision to not include subtitles because if you don't know the lingo, you're not supposed to know the lingo. Controversial movie making. That's
0: controversial. And I heard one lady who was like an English comparative literature uh, professor who was of Latinx descent, and she's just like fuck this she's like you know there's a white savior story about this dude and a bunch of puerto ricans and then why does the puerto rican mom have a hard on for this like white dude and and actually rats out her son uh to protect the white dude screw this story she's like they need to t- stop telling the story because it doesn't it doesn't click anymore and it's and it's bad and it's racist and it's and i was like oh shit uh, landmine here, and then another guy got on there, and he goes, well, I'm a movie reviewer, and I stay and watch the credits, and I was like, well, you yeah big whoop when you want a trophy a lot of us do asshole and um and then he was like and the one thing that i noticed and he kept going down the list of all these crew member names and he's like a white person a white person white person and um he's like you think with all the power that steven spielberg has he could have gotten some people of color to be and i was like you know what how about we talk about the movie And not the politics of Steven Spielberg's decision to hire people that make things the way he wants them to be made. Mm. You know, if you want Steven Spielberg to do a thing, like, how about not get all excited about the fucking crustiest white dude in Hollywood history? you're like okay we want to see a Steven Spielberg movie well guess what he's gonna call all the people that make Steven Spielberg movies with Steven Spielberg you know he doesn't he doesn't owe any of you guys shit like let the dude make the movie he wants to do um you know it's like nobody comes to your job and slaps the dicks out of your mouth and tells you to like you know how to do it it's like you're not sucking enough people of colors dicks it's like you know it's God, this you episode
1: know is so canceled.
0: it's cause I'm wearing a mask no one can see what I'm saying but the point is, is like, where, where do we draw this line? It's like, Steven Spielberg's creating a movie. He's not, you know, yes, it's, he's hiring people, um, but he's making a thing that he doesn't necessarily have to do for anybody. He doesn't have to make another movie for the rest of his life. It's fine. He's fine. You know, he's not a public servant. And I think that that's where people keep forgetting that entertainment. And bi- the business side of entertainment and the art side of entertainment, there's a line where you just have to like shut up and either like it or don't like you can consume it you can not consume it you could be like steven spielberg's not for me or you could say like i'm gonna check this out and uh, you know whatever um and I, and and it's very strange to see how we're evolving as to someone that the instant they want to review something it has nothing to do with the content of what it is it's like well it's an adaptation of something that was written in the you know long ass time ago about a time that was even longer ass time ago how about we talk about that how about we just don't do this movie you know, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so I don't know. It's it. It's interesting to see the controversy behind something that that seems so innocuous. Yeah, or is that is that a right word? Innocuous. Innocuous. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, come on, come on. It's West Side Story. Did you not expect there to be a white gang and a Puerto Rican gang fighting with knives? Yeah, I like, mean, it's what
1: just the 50s gangster Romeo and Juliet, right? So heard it before why do you need it again
0: I don't know I don't I that's what I don't understand so that's why all the controversy just makes me roll my eyes is because
1: it's like what the what
0: what did you think you know (laughs) I don't I don't don't know it it it, I I just want the South Park version of West Side Story where it's like the sharks and the jets come in and they go hey guys want to go to the park and help me push me on the swing all right best friends best friends are we and then the end and then Maria, like, they get married, and everyone's happy, and then there's no conflict at all. And then, you know, the neighborhood's, like, partially gentrified, but they go, oh, well, this construction company wants to give you a bunch of money because, I don't know, you're new in town. And uh, and then they all live happily ever after. Like, I don't know what they thought this movie was going to be.
1: Well, talking South Park, yeah. I mean, they did uh, uh, the Bloods and Crips episode <laughs> with Jimmy and, and Timmy, and they fixed it by going... Come on, <laughs> come on! Yeah. Come hey, we talking South Park. One of our viewers did mention a minute ago one of the things I was going to say. This week we do get Post-Covid Part Two uh, Thursday on Paramount Plus. All the big stuff for streaming uh, coming out before end of the year. Uh, have you been seeing all of this stuff? That's like the majority of my news is uh, all of the trailers, uh, primarily. Streaming and the announcements of things that they have uh, planned before end of year, uh, like we, we get another post-COVID South Park special. The first one was super fantastic. Uh, I was uh, very entertained by that, and I'm ready for this Thursday's part two. I need it. Um, we got a trailer for one of our favorite shows, mm-hmm. Cobra Kai Season 4. It dropped, and yeah. it looks good
0: it looks so good it's so funny how we kind of called it we were like oh they're probably going to bring in the ponytail guy from part three and uh and then sure as shit he's in there and dude but it's it's
1: it looks good all-out war between the dojos continuing on but this time it looks like cobra kai is going to be able to re-enter into the uh 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 hill valley whatever the town is uh, under 18 tournament so that looks super sick
0: my favorite my favorite part about cobra kai so far and i think we talked about it on the show several months ago or maybe years ago at this point where uh even like they were doing it at a town hall meeting and one of the people was like what's this town's deal with karate yeah. and uh and i was just like yes i'm glad somebody else said it um Vince said over in the comments on twitch he said Mega Man netflix series so oh,
1: snap i hadn't yeah. seen that
0: so um with everybody's gigantic obsession with um live action video game adaptations or I don't know like you know i think that they that that netflix needs to maybe pump the brakes a little bit after cowboy bebop and uh which
1: we gotta talk about that
0: and and we'll just roll this onto one conversation topic it's like you know hey sometimes we don't need live action adaptations of things like i think that you know the cowboy bebop got canceled and and there's a lot of controversy around that isn't there because it was it was turds. It was not very good. And we talked about it. Uh, but, you know, it's like you you create a thing and then you leave everybody hanging. This is what I said at the beginning. They should have just taken all that money. They're like, that's so expensive. And we got to the end of the production. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I get it. You worked real hard, but you could have spent all that money and just made an animated movie that that, that everybody would have watched even more hmm. than the show and loved it and patted you on the back. And I feel like the Mega Man live action needs to be the same way. It's like, we as, as an American viewing audience, it's, and if you're talking Netflix, you're talking a global audience now, we're getting pretty used to watching animated things. You know, I mean, Demon Slayer, which has got season two that's already starting to air right now, huge phenomena. You're getting, you know, Netflix has got a lot of anime on there. You're getting animated TV shows like Rick and Morty, which are are, are humongous, like you know, cultural phenomena. Family Guy, The Simpsons is still a thing. You've got, you know, all of these these adult animated things, but we're still like, ooh, I don't know if we want to take these hot properties. Like, look at Castlevania,
1: that was awesome. Did you watch Castlevania? I watched like the first two episodes when it first came out. And then I never continued. You watched it and you talked about it. On the Yeah, before,
0: it was too. great. And uh, you know, maybe maybe we need to step back away from this live action bullcrap. Um, anyway, Mega well, Man. I don't know how I feel about it.
1: But talking <coughs> about uh, video games and uh, live action bullcrap, we got a trailer for one that does work. Proved itself works sonic 2 trailer dropped it looks sick actually i'm very excited we got tails we got knuckles we got chili dogs
0: we got robotnik in we, his final form we got
1: robotnik as Eggman, mm-hmm. uh with eggs uh and nonsense chaos emeralds oh a chaos emerald yeah dude it looks so good <laughs> knuckles just <laughs> punching <laughs> sonic <laughs> in the <laughs> mouth
0: <laughs> yeah and he's just like echidna power yeah and yeah it's uh you know but the people listen or the studios listen to the people and sonic ended up actually being a fun movie and, and and you know having the chili dogs it's like hopefully it's not too much listening to the people because people still aren't movie producers and there is there is a subtle nuance to
1: making a decent movie yeah but i'm just saying that you know all of the things in the trailer it was like oh hey i heard that you like sonic so here's the things and i was like oh yeah Look at that! All the things that we weren't given in the first movie, and it it's it's and gonna be good. Yeah, so it looks pretty rad. Uh, I'm super stoked about that and more live action video game stuff. Uh, Halo Infinite dropped last week uh, on Xbox. I've been playing it. It's pretty dank memes, uh, and they really ramped up the advertisements for the Halo live action series coming out February of next year. Uh, for Paramount Plus. Live action series. Have you ever watched any of the Halo um, web series that they turned into the movies? Like the one that preceded Halo 5 uh, with Locke before he became a Spartan when he was just part of the Oni program or the Forward Unto Dawn uh, web series? Because the Forward Unto Dawn movie is sick. It's so good. I'm not
0: very versed in Halo lore. Oh,
1: man. It's so good. Uh The Forward Unto Dawn movie is about like an academy on a planet and the planet is under attack from the Covenant and they're like, they're trying to figure out Spartans, uh, Spartan 2s, like Master Chief are real things that exist because they're super top secret UNSC stuff and these guys in the Academy, they don't know and they're speculating and then who comes to their rescue when the Covenant takes out their space elevator and is killing all of the uh, Academy master chief and they fight uh sanghealy uh with their active camo they've uh fight hunters uh in the woods while they're on a warthog you get all sorts of halo everything it looked so good it was a good movie this series looks like it's going to continue on with some of that master chief looks sick so uh
0: says he just needs one you ever wonder why we're here in a halo show and, uh, and then Velvet Santa over on Twitch says, a Streets of Rage movie would be cool. No. Uh, it'd have a good soundtrack.
1: It'd be like the Double Dragon movie. So, no. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know. Streets of Rage has got a really, really loose plot line anyway. It's like... Unless... Syndicate X with bad guy with a machine gun has taken over the city, and it's up to these three ragabouts to punch and beat up everybody on the streets yeah, till they get it's to Syndicate X.
1: Not quite like Fatal Fury or Street Fighter, where it has characters that really lend themselves to a story that well, matters.
0: And you know, it wasn't like Street Fighter and Street Fighter Two had a whole lot of freaking story there. But it took it took several games worth of fleshing out. Well, you made... know, they don't. They need some more. They need some more fleshing out. Where they I made... believe in Axel. animated
1: movies worth of yeah uh, yeah, making it good um what else Uh, there's a
0: song that's popping in my head in streets of rage there's one like level on the street where it's like (laughs) you remember that one that was a good that was some really good um yeah yeah music
1: that was more uh, and you like
0: hit the special button it goes and the cop like goes and the fire goes and um if it, open up with like an SNK, Sounds.
1: if it didn't open up with like an SNK or Capcom logo, it, it, yeah. <laughs> that was more, <laughs> SNK was my jam, no doubt. Uh, we also got, uh, what did, what did we get? Uh, on the other end of nerd nonsense stuff, Witcher Season 2 coming out before the end of the year. Looking
0: forward to that one. Yeah, you're Henry welcome. Cavill, like apparently on set, I've been reading some stuff about it and he's a huge nerd he's he you know he plays rewrites
1: more. the lines to make them more like the books book and he's stuff like, like you know
0: actually we should use this line from chapter seven in this book mm-hmm. because i think it'd fit and everyone's like all right henry you do you baby <laughs> and uh you know he plays warhammer which is like the real lame um not that i don't have a whole table full of orc minis over there or anything.
1: oh 40k mm-hmm. and regular warhammer are two different things because 40k is sick
0: 40k is sick yeah. um Makes but it's really good video game you know also you know the witcher looking forward That, but also in that same vein, they dropped the uh, Fantastic Beasts trailer. Fantastic
1: Beasts 3. Now, there's already been three of those movies. Talking about uh, controversy there, Mads Mickelson.
0: I know. Fully showcased. They're just like,
1: Johnny Depp don't exist.
0: But Mads is so cool. I, yeah. can't, I can't not want to be like, oh, God, I got to go see this movie because Mads. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if he'd be a great Grindelwald, but he's a great everything. I mean, so
1: has anyone else been? I mean, Colin Farrell was there, but they turned him into Johnny Depp at the end of the first movie, uh, so he didn't get his chance to really be full-blown Grindelwald. He was just like um, the mask of Grindelwald or whatever. Well, and this movie... Uh, at the end of Fantastic Beasts 2 turns out Grindelwald's like cool I'm going to go make Nazis happen see ya. uh and they didn't show much of that in the trailer so I'm interested to, me, to see how that's going to play out
0: What I want to know is cuz like all this like world in the balance shit is happening in these movies that has you know clearly it all gets resolved very tidily because you never like you know old man dumbledore's never like remember when the nazi wizards almost blew up everything you well, know
1: because at the end of the first movie they go forget and everyone's like oh yeah i just God, don't I, even remember i hate forget a billion that's uh, what's like
0: the the, the the x-men thing where they go oh timeline reset yeah uh, Vince asks over on He says, "Do you think writing a movie with an original idea would be easier or harder to write than an existing property? I know the latter would be easier to sell based on the name recognition. I mean, that's a really interesting question because, I mean, what what are you def- what are you defining easy. Um, easy or hard? Because writing a movie um, is going to be hard no matter what, but but writing a movie that's based on an original property is p- probably pretty simple. The hardest part is." is is translating the voice of the characters that already exist you know and making writing dialogue that would fit a character that already has been you know fleshed out in a narrative so if you're our, if you're the author and you're just taking things from the book i mean whatever um you know i mean if you're talking about selling it is incredibly hard to sell a movie that is yeah. not based on an existing idea, especially these days. Well, I
1: think it would depend on how you go about writing it. Like, if you're like, I'm going to stick to nothing but tropes, and I'm going to do a, a an idea that's been done a million times and, and proves that people will watch it, i.e. any Netflix thing ever. And then, like, um, what was that movie with The Rock and Gal Gadot and, and Ryan Reynolds? Like
0: Red something? Red, Red
1: Notice. Yeah, just write one of those. I imagine that's very easy well, speaking uh, as of... far as writing goes, because what are you really writing? You're just changing, you're playing Mad Libs uh, with with a script, you know, just change the name of a character and location and you're like, oh yeah, that works and then you just uh, keep some consistency. So buy a Mad Lib, go to the movies book, um, (laughs) watch a movie that you really like uh, and bust out your Mad Lib at the same time and uh, I think you could probably make it fairly easy Uh, depending on how you want to do
0: it. Well, as Velvet Santa just said on Twitch, he said virtually every studio passed on Back to the Future. And and I don't know if you've watched that series on Netflix called uh, The The Movies That Made Us, uh, a really great series if you're into movie history and how movies are made and stuff like that. Almost every single one of those movies um the beginning of the story is nobody wanted to touch it and they couldn't find the money and blah 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 and then you know hollywood still hasn't learned their lesson you know you look at the ones that i i just finished watching in october was uh, halloween alien friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street like we're talking icons of the iconic and every single one of those begin to begin with we got a script that nobody wanted to do. We got a we got a story that no one wanted to film, a director that no one gave a shit about, and we 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 almost went bankrupt. It was the hardest thing we've ever done. But now we're all quadrillionaires. And um,
1: well they're like um, consolation prizes or or something that people are contractually obligated to do, type thing. Like uh, Home Alone was given to Chris Columbus as a I'm sorry for Christmas vacation. Uh, because uh, like Chevy Chase was super difficult to work with so they switched directors and and, um, uh, what's his face the guy that did all the movies John I can't remember he did uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and Sixteen Candles and all that Mm -hmm. stuff he was like uh, sorry Chris here do you want this movie it's called Home Alone you can have it and he's like I guess uh look at that. So, how about, you know, things like that That's movies are movies are crazy. Uh well, I was going to
0: mention when you said red note, I wanted to mention another tra- or red notice. I wanted to mention a trailer that dropped this week and I don't know if it's going to get in theaters. I'm I'm going to watch it, uh but it's definitely going to be on streaming. But have you seen the trailer of the new guy Ritchie movie?
1: I did with every actor you can think of. That's it has, cool. It has Hugh Grant doing a cockney accent.
0: Yes, well, <laughs> I mean, that was like the weirdest thing. Fairly close to his original accent, yeah. just dirtier. Um, but no, Guy Ritchie is kind of returning to form uh, after some interesting choices like Aladdin and mm. that King Arthur movie. But it's and it's got a terrible name. It's called Operation Fortune um, Ruse de Guerre, um, which I assume is French for some sort of um, operation of fortune. But um, you know, it has got a cast. Hughes, thanks, man. It has got a cast that looks awesome. I mean, Aubrey Plaza, who's hilarious. That's
1: the one part of it that I, I like was like, I Aubrey Plaza. I, man. I think it's
0: maybe just cuz I have a crush on Aubrey Plaza.
1: Yeah, I think she What's a movie, mm-hmm. what's a movie that's ever worked with her in it? I
0: don't know. I just like Aubrey exactly. Plaza. Exactly. Al- I kind of like Josh Hartnett. I have a crush on Josh Hartnett too. Like he is a cool dude and I just love seeing him in movies. And uh no, he
1: give you seems like a cool dude, but what's a movie that he's ever been in that's really worked either?
0: Oh, dude, Lucky Number Slevin is
1: awesome. Oh, yeah. What a popular movie at the box office. Well, no so, doubt.
0: actually, do you know, like, the kind of story of Josh Hartnett's, like, film career? Like, Josh Hartnett was one of these actors that was... He got offered Spider-Man, I believe, and he was he was an up-and-comer that was just <laughs> getting handed script after script after script, and he, he was, They're you like, know... They're like, man,
1: there's something about those eyebrows. You've got to be in this movie.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, because he's a talented actor, he's got a cool, like, interesting look, and... And apparently he's a really cool guy to work with on set. And he was just being bombarded with all of this like potential superstardom, right? And he had done a lot of a handful of really successful indie movies and people were looking at him, big studios were looking at him, and he didn't like all this media attention and all this pressure. And he had this, he had a baby daughter, and everybody was in his business. And he goes, I don't like this. He's like, You guys, you're this is not what I signed up for, and I'm gonna say no to these projects. And he kinda disappeared for a while. Are
1: you sure that's what happened? Because I remember him and Harrison Ford making a movie that just absolutely tanked and then both of them quit doing movies for a while.
0: No, he just he he I what? read a I read an interview in Esquire, I think it yeah, was. I mean, and it was like what happened to Josh harden Sure,
1: yeah. I mean, if I get interviewed later in life, I'll I'll probably rewrite some history to make myself sound cooler too.
0: Dina said he did a Hayden Christensen. Um and you know, it's like I don't blame the guy. I mean he he, made he's He's very selective about his stuff, and I think the longest running thing that he did was Penny Dreadful, which was a mm-hmm. series. But he just doesn't do a lot of movies. But he's in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got Carrie Ells again, another yeah. person that doesn't do a whole heck of a lot of movies. Um, it's got you know Hugh Grant, which we just talked about, um, and then of course you know it wouldn't wouldn't be a uh, a job movie without Jason Statham.
1: Well, Jason Statham and Josh Hartnett were both in that last one about the uh, the uh, uh, armored truck heist. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, you know, uh, it's it's it, it, it. I think this looks kind of fun.
1: It actually looks pretty cool. The the trailer uh, made it look like it's probably going to be a, a, a decent movie. I
0: mean, with uh, you know, I think if Guy Ritchie would just make a Guy Ritchie movie, that everybody wants to see which is this mm-hmm. you know it's not gonna it's not reinventing the wheel it's not pushing any envelopes it's just Guy Ritchie doing Guy Ritchie shit well and except
1: in the trailer I didn't see any of those like Guy Ritchie cuts or, or oh they'll or things be like there I'm sure they like, will
0: it's like boom do ba da do ba doom and then there's like a snap cut to a plane going and then it lands yeah, and, and someone's <sharp> sort of someone's and then running then,
1: through an alley with the yeah. with the GoPro rig on and Yeah, it's, yeah right here go, that- as will happen
0: this is two-bit gold teeth He's a jewel thief and blah blah blah, and uh, and it's like oh here's Hugh Grant, he's an arms dealer, chink 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 chink, and it's like a lot of snap cuts and, yeah. um, you know, but whatever. That's it's kind of like Guy Ritchie should have been the Wes Anderson of action movies and just stuck to the freaking shtick and just did it. Uh, but somehow he lost his way, and uh, I mean, uh, you know, again. I can't get mad at the guy because he's making his own decisions, uh, and he's making these movies and he's doing his thing. So whatever, dude. It's your craft, not mine. Um, I just won't enjoy some of those movies. Anyway, Guy Ritchie. I thought that trailer looked cool. Kind of looking forward to that one. Um, uh, what else? Do you have any other news where we talk about what movies are coming out? In uh,
1: just a couple of things. Yeah. Um, where is it? So we got Sonic Two. We got Halo. We got Fantastic Beast. South Park. Cobra Kai, Operation Fortune. Uh, it was announced that Batista is going to be in the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, mm-hmm. Knock at the Cabin, written, directed, and produced by Shyamalan. Knocking
0: it at the cabin. Yeah,
1: so we'll see how that is. Dr. Oz had his show canceled by Sony because he's running for Senate, and he's a crazy person. And uh, talking about crazy people on TV that got themselves in some trouble, that Jesse Smollett guy uh, was convicted. He got in trouble for five of the six counts of uh, 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 disorderly conduct which is i.e. lying to police about a staged hate crime that he set up Uh, and so he was found guilty on five of the six each one carrying up to three years in prison uh, etc. So uh, he's yet to be sentenced but that's a thing that happened Mm -hmm. so movies and TV and stuff is all weird the world is weird Uh, but then everything else was trailers it was fun stuff Uh, wait someone died
0: Oh, no. What were we going to talk about? It's Anne Rice, man. No, Anne Rice died.
1: Before that. What? No,
0: Anne Rice is important because one of my favorite movies ever, Interview with a Vampire, mm-hmm. is based on an Anne Rice book, why they skipped off over the best book in the series and went straight to queen of the damned for a shitty mtv movie i'll never understand but um yeah anne rice she you know uh, a lot of people know know her for her vampire novels but you know she she wasn't all vampire novels uh she had some other um stuff that she has done and you know that got turned into movies and tv series and all this kind of things you know uh clearly the vampires are the big ones but you know uh the feast of all saints which actually came out in the early 2000s was one that got a lot of acclaim because it dealt with a lot of you know um sort of civil civil rights stuff and um Uh, a lot of that, you know, social justice stuff in a time that people weren't really doing adaptations about things like that, Um, and, you know, there was the young Messiah that got turned into a movie, me, uh, Rag and Bone, which, uh, me, but Exit to Eden, do you guys remember that, Uh, that had, like, Roseanne in it, and, uh, not Roseanne, um, the... the, my brain went to when roseanne married tom arnold and then who is uh tom arnold's um the rosie o'donnell she was well didn't she have something to do with tom arnold tom arnold was in exit to eden i think as well were they um, it's in
1: a- the stupids
0: um
1: was rosie o'donnell in the stupids
0: I don't know, but I know Rosie O'Donnell was in Exit to Eden, as was Dan Aykroyd. And uh, anyway, it's a it's a movie. It's like about like BDSM fetish culture and like a Those weird are
1: two people you don't want to see in that. movie.
0: And like a jewel thief heist comedy. It was really stupid and kind of funny, and uh, probably hasn't aged well at all. But a, a mid '90s dumbass like uh, Rosie O'Donnell uh, uh, comedy. But um but yeah it's it's that was an Anne Rice thing. Like most people are just like, oh, let me suck your blood, Lestat, blah. Uh, but no, she did she did that one too. It's kind of fun. But she died this this year. I think she was like 80 or something. She's pretty old. And um I'm still very, very sad that the Vampire Lestat never got its proper film adaptation. You know, and I mean honestly, like, think about it. It would have been Tom Cruise in an interview with a vampire sequel about him being like this rock star party boy badass vampire throughout history. Come on, that's cool. And Tom Cruise, you know, he would have he would have sold it as Jack Reacher, dude. Like it would have been it would have been cool. He I, he could still do it.
1: That's true. Sometimes I get upset at how much I actually like Tom Cruise. I know. I need my damn Top Gun. Why didn't I get it this year? That's one trailer that didn't happen uh for this the holiday season. I need Top Gun 2. It's you, not it's you never coming you out. Don't understand. We'll how get it. Bad we'll get it. We'll get it Gun like to. in
0: March, April. We'll get it in May. Or we'll get it next July. I don't know. We're going to we're going to get it. Don't. But speaking of Jack Reacher though, Jack Reacher oh, news. Yeah. We didn't even talk about this. It seems like a lot of stuff has been announced this week. So uh, they announced a Jack Reacher series. Was it Amazon Prime? Amazon. Amazon yeah. Prime doing a Jack Reacher series. They
1: have all the. Um, they have all the books. The 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 the. They have all the things for the books oh the licenses the yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: um so you know the, the the new the new jack reacher is actually one of the most appropriately
1: cast dudes like um you it's, mean aquaman from smallville hawk hawk from titans, from titans. Alan, alan fad from blue mountain state
0: alan Richson actually is built like Jack Reacher. This dude is huge and intimidating and kind of a wise ass and, uh, and comedically large and strong, which is what Jack Reacher pretty much is. Um, and, uh, I kind of think that, I mean, he, as Titan Titans, I don't know if you've watched all of that. There's three I seasons. I've watched out. all of season three. It's not bad. Um, but he's a pretty good hawk like it's he he's very endearing and uh, I, I
1: like him and everything he's put in I liked him in Smallville when they introduced him as AC you know cool Aquaman CW generation Aquaman uh, I always liked Blue Mountain State Blue Mountain State is very good uh, and they finished that series with a movie about fad because uh, uh, forget uh, the main character whoever he was uh, everyone was like oh fad's the dude that's the cool boy uh so i always like everything that he's in yeah
0: Uh, alan Alan, since uh i I think this is a good pick and i'm i'm actually gonna watch this because a
1: couple weeks ago when they released that um trailer and now they've been ramping it up more too uh we were uh my girlfriend and i were sitting there trying to find a movie to watch and you're like, yo, we watched the trailer she goes, yeah, that's it. That's what I want to watch. I'm like, me too. And I think it goes not available until February because it had, it, it, Amazon tricked you. It was like, you know, a free episode preview. And I was like, sick. It's a trailer. Yeah, it was a trailer.
0: Well, I mean, you know, Jack Reacher is one of those things, not the secret. The first movie was, was, was quite good, but it's just one of those, this is like bad, bad action movies that somehow ends up sticking the landing so well that you're like, this is great. And uh
1: plus the first movie has your boy Werner Herzog in there. Of course. Just to be creepy at the construction site. Werner
0: is the best. Uh but anyway, that's 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 out. But coming out in theaters this weekend, we gotta we gotta
1: we gotta talk about it. Yeah, the one Um, movie. The one movie that the one movie to rule them all, I guess.
0: Nightmare Alley. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's what I'm looking forward to. Guillermo De Toro, man,
1: Bradley Cooper,
0: Kate Blanchett, Tony Colletti, Will and Defoe. It's got a cast. It's oh, got a director. It's got. Um, that's
1: it, funny that I did the uh, Lord of the Rings thing, and it has Kate Blanchett who <laughs> does the voicing. Yeah, who says the thing about the ring at the beginning of the Fellowship. Um,
0: but Nightmare Alley, you know, it looks uh, it, it looks really interesting. Um, kind of like a, a carnival noir sort of story, um, following like you know this. Um, uh, manipulative female psychi- uh, psychiatrist, and this, you know, it's, uh, you know, you know, you, the the, the trailer is very mysterious, it's very elusive, but Guillermo del Toro is a, a pretty talented director, minus a couple of uh, Hellboy sequels, and uh, you know he,
1: <laughs> and a movie about a uh, lady, a deaf lady, fucking, I a like fish.
0: that. The Shape of Water. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I
1: mean, it's okay. It's just like it's just what like
0: if Gillman from The Creature from the Black Lagoon actually got to have sex with the chick. Like that was the pitch
1: probably for that movie. Because
0: Gillman was just like a horny fish dude. So, like,
1: like, do you remember when The Creature from Black Lagoon had that chick in his arms and was walking away with her? What if he actually got away with it? What like, if she was you're into it, dude? dude. Yeah,
0: and, yeah, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, the creature from the black lagoon is just about lost love. He's just, you know, instead of like Ariel wanting legs, he just wants a schlong, You know, right, we're just...
1: we're past this now. Hey, but look at this! <laughs> Nightmare Alley has Bradley Cooper, A.K.A. Rocket Raccoon, and. Willem Dafoe, a.k.a. Green Goblin, who is in the big movie that's going to take over theaters until probably the end of the year.
0: Spider-Man, no way to avoid it.
1: Boater Boy. Yep. And uh, all the interviews, they have straight up said that Toby and Andrew are not in this movie, but I'm sure that we will find out uh towards the end of this Uh, it's
0: probably gonna be one of those like wolverine origin shits where everybody's just like nope it's not this it's not this at all i know you've been saying this and it's not and it's not gonna be this movie drops it's exactly that
1: yeah and they're like oh well see we didn't lie uh because clearly if you look here there's one hair out of place that's different from the final version so uh technically it wasn't a lie because that's the truth
0: uh, they just they just want stuff that people will break. They're trying to break the internet. That's what they're doing. And the thing, the thing about Spider-Man No Way Home that I've had a beef with since the very beginning is just how Marvel has been sort of <clears throat> trying to sweep errors of the past into this pretty package of making you think that they had planned this the whole time. And they didn't. And, um, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home is essentially... A crowdfunded idea that they're like, How do we do this? Let's just look at the internet and the internet's like, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if look at all these dumbass Spider man Like I remember seeing a really funny tweet that somebody said and it goes, Do I need to see Spider Man one, two, and three, Spider Man one and two to understand Spider Man three?
1: No, yeah, it said, <laughs> Do I need to watch Spider Man one, two, three, one, two, one, two to watch Spider Man three?
0: Yeah. And they're like, Yes. <laughs> And you know we're getting we're, we're we're getting the band back together. They're like you know oh it was all a part of the blah blah. blah. How do we how do we tie in all these movies that everybody's made fun of and hated now um, into this overarching narrative so that they, people will go back and buy them on our streaming services to watch them again because it's a
1: part of the story. And I it's imag- not. I imagine too you'll find out that you probably needed to watch into the Spider Verse and. Um maybe Venom 2 at some point while watching this movie, because I'm sure that something from Into the Spider-Verse uh, will be mentioned or or viewed at some point, even for just a brief moment in the book. Oh, look it's
0: that. just going to be Easter egg fest, so people could go, Oh my God, look at how deep and thoughtful they were about world building, and I they're not!
1: I hope that it's Spider-Man Noir, Nick Cage, but like live action version. That would be cool. That would be cool.
0: I mean, you know, they're, if they would just listen to us, like if they got um, not Tom Holland, but um, uh, Toby McGuire and just had him become the fat, slubby, you know, Peter no, Parker. No. He would be good because he's old enough.
1: He's he doesn't need enough. to be the slubby one. That's already that dude from uh, New Girl or whatever. Well, they he's just, animated. Yeah, but they could just have him do it IRL too. Yeah. Uh, velvet santa said that they like spider-man 3 just i want if toby is in it i I just want it to be him in the background dancing down the street with that like stupid jazz music um, did you see the the, rated
0: r supercut yes yeah Um, i
1: watched the whole thing where all the spider boy deaths mm -hmm. yeah uh
0: spider-man noir pig i like uh uh, spider ham now spider ham I, i i i when i was a kid i thought spider ham was really cool um and McLean over on YouTube says, live action Nick Cage Spider-Man. I'd buy a ticket to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think we like all Nick would. Nick Cage, just yeah. being
1: crazy Nick Cage. Look out, Dr. Octopus. i <sighs> yeah. gonna get ya. I still need to watch uh, Pig <laughs> talking about that. Oh, yeah.
0: Everything Nick Cage. Um, we just need to have a Nick Cage-a-thon. The Cage-a-thon. Or like... Some sort of battle royale with a cage, a cage match. That's what we need to do. We need to pit, we need to do double features of Nick Cage movies and call them cage matches. And then we have a bracket. And then we have a bracket. Mm -hmm. um, uh, And then to find out what the ultimate Nick Cage
1: movie is. Let's do that. Oh my god, somebody's gonna copyright this. Like shit. no Don't take that. Yeah. So so like you were already mm. too far in. I was gonna hold the bracket thing back, but you were already going there. Somebody else is gonna like. Someone's gonna benefit from. Yeah. Our, our idea. Some dumbass like podcast. Always,
0: yeah, some dumbass podcast that gets way more viewers than us and not as good of content's going to hear this idea and they're going to do it.
1: Or it turns out it's already been done and we're stealing it right now without no, knowing. No, we're not. 12 no, 13 is... 2021 20, we came up with it.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: At 7 8
0: 43 p.m.
1: 8:40 p.m. on December thirteenth, twenty
0: 2021. Time. Copyright Drive-In Speaker Box. Um, anyway, but, uh, yeah, that's going to be the big movies. I mean, oh, I, I, oh. I, I
1: it's already I, begun. Velvet Santa says Peggy Sue got married versus it could happen to you. Uh, Peggy Sue, Peggy got, Sue married. got married. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. No, yeah, that, see, that's, easy.
0: that's an easy one. That was, that was a, that was a <laughs> KO in the first round um so thanks elisa she is a witness we've come up with this idea we've got a witness is anybody in the audience a notary can we like uh you know come over and sign some papers and it's just it's done the cage or can match you do that through zoom
1: now can you can can, can you ca- can
0: you can you zoom a notary i don't know notary how dumb are notaries i don't know um Damn. son of a bitch. I told you we were stealing
1: it without somebody knowing somebody already
0: org it see see look in the ICANN database and see when they registered it because if it was five minutes ago <laughs> I'm gonna find I'm gonna use my set of skills I'm gonna track them down I'm gonna have some testy words and if they haven't already done it then we need to do this thing we need to we need to just get this ball rolling damn it Freaking Nick Cage. Eight millimeter versus Snake Eyes, since Velvet Santa's on here. It's gotta be Snake Eyes.
1: I don't know what mil- those movies. eight
0: mm is the better movie, but the better Nick Cage movie is Snake Eyes. Because that's when you get a lot of the hand. The hands and crazy Nick Cage. Like a cocained out Nick Cage. Uh, not giving any fucks, Nick Cage. Uh, so I would say Snake Eyes. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go in that. Um, <sighs> <laughs> what if you were the dumbass podcast?
1: <laughs> we are the We dumbass. are, yeah. Thanks, Knox. You've watched this podcast before, Knox Solid. Uh,
0: and then I would say if you're going to go Snake Eyes, the next one would be logical to go with Face Off. Oh. And then, ooh, that'd be a tough one. Hold on snake Eyes are coming
1: in and really talking, talking our lingo here. Same idea, but with Polly Shore.
0: Well, <laughs> you already know the winner son in law.
1: Dude. Dude. There we go. Come
0: on. I mean, Encino Son Man. Son in law is good, buddy. But, dude, I'm telling you right now, that is not a Polly Shore starred movie. He is a, th- he is a supporting cast member. An Encino in- Man? Yes. No. He is a supporting role. He's he's stony, bro. He is stony. But, Son in law is like Polly Shore um at least it's wicker man did i fever dream that movie or is it real no yeah, it is the, real it's a remake and it's pretty good it is <laughs> not the bees real. no no the bees one of my favorite gifts ever is the oprah like mashup of wicker man bees and she like goes everybody gets bees <laughs> and, like the bees are shooting everywhere <laughs> not the bees <laughs> it's so good oh man that is a fun movie. Maybe to we watch. will
1: just have an episode where we debate poly Shore movies.
0: Or people just throw us verses. We just do a live bracket. Uh, that's what we should have been doing this whole episode, since nothing cool happened in new movies. Um, uh,
1: you know what? I watched I watched a Netflix movie, a new movie, since it's getting later. Uh, I watched that new Sandra Bullock movie, the uh, the Unforgivable. Uh,
0: unforgivable.
1: Yeah, because there was nothing new in our local theaters whatsoever we at all. We still have our um, box to open. Yeah, it's so, pretty quick. I yeah. mean, it's it's a paint by but numbers no, keep, type movie. I just didn't want to forget it. The only thing uh, new that came out in movie theaters was a couple of Telugu movies, and the last one was at 7 30 and by the time i started out the door i wasn't going to make it because they don't put trailers on those uh and that sucks because they're long as hell it looks really interesting it was like two hours long it was uh, or no, a or short Telugu movie it was 118 minutes so yeah yeah just under two hours um they looked good i got i did not get to see them i missed out so instead i watched the unforgivable sandra bullock plays a character that has been in prison for 20 years because she has been branded a cop killer uh there's flashbacks all the time just like in
0: demolition man oh wait she didn't kill any cops she killed just Wesley Snipes she was a cop and she Demolition was a cop Man. and Demolition Man but, can't, but she was breaking the law because she was rolling around with Sly
1: well no because she wouldn't share the body fluids that's right um, she did the VR sex thing mm-hmm. but um so she gets out of prison, she's trying to reconnect with her little sister, who is who she was protecting along with her family farm when this cop was killed, when he tried to enter the house after she told everyone not to enter the house. Uh, she's trying to reconnect, the, she's not allowed to by uh, legal whatever um, things, things that make a court orders. Um, so shes it's the struggles of her going through life, uh, trying to make a life outside of prison. Meanwhile, the cop's sons uh, are uh, t- plotting to beat her with baseball bats. And then they get the bright idea that they're going to kidnap her sister uh, and then kill her sister in front of her so that she suffers like G did. Um, and then, uh, you know, all of the chaos of life ensues. Uh, and it, it sets itself up so that nobody gets to have any sort of happy ending whatsoever. The best um,
0: kind of movies.
1: Yeah, it, it's not a bad movie. It's very solemn. Uh, it's just like you you watch nothing but depressing things happen to people. Uh, real life people. Sounds like a real good kind time. Of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically. Not a bad movie, but not a good time. Um, so it, it's out there. Uh, worth a watch uh, if, if you want to dedicate the kind of time to something like that.
0: All um, right, well... Um yeah you can check that one out anybody yeah. can
1: check that one out
0: um all right well let's let's
1: do let's do our advent calendar oh geez uh, <laughs> that was an interesting take to cast a white woman <laughs> in that role hey the, the lady that plays uh amanda waller uh is, plays vincent d'onofrio's wife in this movie um
0: what's her name again uh, yeah forget i can't
1: her remember name what but her yeah. name is right now um I mean, you put Sandra Bullock and Vincent D'Onofrio in a movie. Uh, Someone's gonna get a Razzie. The dude from uh, the dude from Walking Dead and Punisher. What's oh the... that guy? I can't. Why I can't who remember always plays
0: like Square Jaw Magoo?
1: Yeah, he's in it too. He's cool. He's he is a cool actor. dude. I yeah. forget his name too. He just but,
0: uh, just yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. There's um, just everyone. He was. He's a, a really good Punisher. Speaking of Punisher, you know, like I, I think it's at Punisher Warzone. Zone is like blowing up Netflix or Amazon. On Prime, and was like, oh, this movie's so great. Oh, how come no one's seen it? And it's like everyone that's the one cool with has Ray seen Stevens
1: it. that was super badass. <laughs> yes, is it Viola uh, Davis? I think I it is Viola Davis. Uh, I don't know. I would have to look it up.
0: Well, John John Barenthal, Barenthal. there's yeah, the guy. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. When
1: you put Vincent D'Onofrio and Sandra Bullock in a movie, it's hard to like think of other people's names because those are some big stars. Uh, plus, Vincent D'Onofrio is so good in everything that he does. He is. Like, Plus, it just makes
0: me want to watch, like, He was the original... Men in Black.
1: The original big screen Thor. Who, who was the Oh. Uh, don't step on the bugs. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't do that. Uh, don't, don't step on the bugs.
0: You're doing pretty good Men in Black Vincent D'Onofrio.
1: Yeah, me and my brother fuck with each other by doing the... Don't, don't step on the bugs, please. Yeah. Um all right let's 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 hit our
0: uh let's hit our uh advent calendar as promised we're gonna do the next week of of uh advent yo Velvet um, Santa,
1: i saw punisher warzone in the theater too and when that capoeira uh uh um uh what's what's the what's it called what's the thing where you jump from rooftop to rooftop that's real hot
0: Oh, parkour!
1: Yeah, when the Capoeira parkour guy was doing his flip and that rocket launcher just blows him <laughs> away. Yeah, exactly. The rocket launcher scene—that's the best in the movie. I just laughed. I had the best time. It was so good.
0: Freaking nerd. Also,
1: Wayne Knight was cast Wait, as why is
0: Wayne Knight.
1: He was Punisher's sidekick. I can't remember. Oh, the that's right. Name. Oh, I forgot his about that. His buddy, and it was such a good Wayne casting. Knight. That Everything is Everything in that movie is good. Ray Stevens kills it as it's Punisher. It's pretty good. Yeah, best Punisher. Sorry, Dolph Lundgren.
0: Okay. So we gotta we gotta get through um what seven seven more toys in our advent calendar for those of you that are watching online live on the web stream uh we've got a Christmas story advent calendar we've been unboxing slowly uh if you want to catch what was in the last week you can tune in to our re-recorded stream from last week but uh but yeah I'm gonna hand things over to Jake we're gonna start oh. well yeah cause I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, you, I gotta, you gotta work I, I gotta camera. work the camera yeah. so all right let's let's go ahead and 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 hit up our next next box
1: bam here it is
0: is it the red rider bb gun no it's broke looks like a bong
1: whatever it is it's broke oh is this it's super fragile it's a a piece of the tree on the back it says it's a multiple okay so it's the stand and the stock well that's bullshit of the christmas tree yeah
0: okay set that up we better get the next pieces and then this whole week is just pieces of the tree so no, it's just a nope. person. Nope. They're here gonna like cock tease us with this whole um, tree thing.
1: No, dude, because this is the kid. Is that, that the tongue stick? He did? got he got dared. Yeah, he got he got dog dared. Double dog
0: dared. Do you need like a? Oh, you get a key.
1: I got it. They have these things wedged in here.
0: Yeah, how are kids supposed to get this out? With his
1: bandaged tongue.
0: Oh, ew! Like it looks like he's like smoking a doob. Ow! Just like. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, oh my gosh, my little tongue. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Oh,
1: and he's coming with me because oh, I'm I'm gonna need a snap.
0: <laughs> All right, what do we got in the next one? Oh, we got the like Uh-oh. piece of shit elf that's like, "You'll shoot your eye out, kid," and uh, shoves Ralphie down the down the. Look at look at that little angry face look too. Look at the makeup. Like that little asshole elf. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you can check it out.
1: Yeah, hey, shoot your eye out bitch
0: and all right what do we got next
1: uh the next one coming
0: up <laughs> Vince says you rarely hear an advent calendar described as a cock tease um well <laughs> uh, you do on the oh, show oh 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 wow oh
1: fragile oh it must be italian uh
0: it's it's uh it's 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 an prestigious award is it in there oh my god it's just a freaking box oh empty. man empty
1: like my heart
0: Elise says uh advent calendars are always an exercise of anticipation and disappointment uh Velvet santa says we should be on QVC. If I was on QVC I'd have to use my QVC voice and go oh, On our is. next box we have a lovely leg lamp. Uh this leg Here lamp it is. can illuminate your holiday. Look that's at there. A, there it is. That's award. That is a prestigious award. What is award. it?
1: Well, uh, it's an award.
0: I like my favorite part of that scene is when because the, the leg lamp in the movie, not the not the reproductions that you get, like there's there's like butt cheek, there's like cheek cleft uh at the top of the thigh. Yeah, And then, then
1: Ralphie runs his hand it, up he, and,
0: his and he's like reaching for the butt cheek and uh Ralphie's mom is just like, "No." Oh, look, it just fits right in there. If the next box or the next like gift is, is a bunch stuffing? Is the stuffing? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I was about to be pissed. If it's just a, like a bunch of hay. All right, what's the next one?
1: the 6th one. Oh, is this the Dakota ring? Is it is it the little orphan? The Annie little Orphan Any Dakota drink ring? Drink more Ovaltine. Yeah, he it gets. It is, oh, does it freaking work? It might. I don't it's
0: know. It. Let's decode a message.
1: No, It doesn't work. It well, doesn't. that's bullshit. Yeah, that's. Just the way. It's I'm just. Gonna,
0: I like how mad Ralphie gets when he just like it's an
1: advertisement, and he just there is there like is.
0: his hopes and dreams are 1940
1: shattered. Official. Covenant.
0: There it is. That's pretty cool. All right, how many did we do? That's six. Okay, we got one more. One more. One more. And the next week, we'll finish it off.
1: Oh. Oh, dude. Here we go. Cowboy Fantasy. Cowboy
0: Ralphie. Ralphie. Oh, he's the Red Rider. Look at him. He's got his BB gun. He saves his family from the bank robbers. Oh, yeah. Velvet Santa says, it's when Ralphie says, son of a bitch. <laughs> after, after saying... The mother of all curse words. Oh no! Except it wasn't fudge.
1: Yeah, the the son of a bitch thing was after he broke his glasses, wasn't it? Oh, is it?
0: Oh man. Well, that's fun. These are pretty cool, man. Like, honestly, I don't. I, I think this one's a little bit better than the Gremlins one we did last year. Oh. The, uh, the were Gremlins were cool, but had remember a lot of goop.
1: It just had a, bags of goop. Well, just remember we have two or three more pieces of tree coming up. Yeah,
0: that's that's bullshit. Okay, well, that is our Advent calendar. We'll pack that up later at the end of the show. Uh, but we do need to do the box office roundup before we. Vince says, okay, Vince over on Twitch says that this one's
1: better than the oh, Gremlins. Advent calendar. Maybe which... I just like Gremlins better, so it was better for me. Where is my Gremlins Advent calendar? I know it's around here somewhere, buried
0: somewhere. Okay, producer's grabbing it. He's oh, he's gonna knock over our lights um, in the studio. Look at this! Look at this guy. He's he's over here just making a mess. Uh, there it is. There it is. Look, he's got the Gremlins. We did this one last year. Um,
1: it's pretty good. Oh shit! That's... With goo. With goo. Avex slime.
0: All right. Velvet Santa says, Last Christmas doesn't seem like a year ago. No, it doesn't. Um, but all right, let's do the box office roundup for this past week. Pretty sad box office report. Um, as we described earlier, West Side Story not making the splash um, that it did. Uh, Dina, in the comments earlier, she said she really enjo- enjoyed West Side Story. Said it was a, a definitely a leg up over the original. But... I mean, I haven't seen it, so I, mean, I, have, either, I no no judgment. Um, is that just like in? Production? I hear it's way more racist, though. In
1: production value, because I can't imagine that the like it is Steven Spielberg effort put into the the dance. It can be better. I don't
0: know. Well, uh, here we go. Number 10, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, somehow being in uh, the top 10, despite already being out for 11 weeks. It's still playing in over 1,000 theaters nationwide.
1: And it's available on Blu-ray like this week.
0: It is, but it brought in $768,000, bringing in $211 million in its domestic run in 11 weeks. Pretty good turn for Venom somehow. Number 9, Dune, and its eighth week in release, bringing in $870 million, bringing in a total of $106 million at the box office. Number 8, Christmas with the chosen, the messenger, uh, bringing in 1.2 million dollars in its second weekend event uh, release, it's a fathom event, and it brought in 13.3 million at the box office. Number seven, Clifford the Bit Red Dog, bringing in 1.3 million dollars in its fifth weekend release so far, 47.6 million dollars wow, for that's Paramount on
1: for five weeks.
0: I know. It, it seems like it just came out the other day and still no one cared. Uh, number six, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Somehow, uh, I, I, I mean, we all forgot about it. It's only been out for three weeks, but it brought in $1.6 million this week. So far, only $15 million at the box office. That's pretty rough. I'm pretty sure Screen Gems is kicking themselves for that one. Number five, Eternals, bringing in another $3.1 even though it's going to hit Disney Plus I believe this next week, just mm-hmm. in time for Christmas. Uh, six weeks in release has brought in 161 1.2 million dollars. Uh, number 4 House of Gucci, uh, which we reviewed on the show if you want to rewind in the past episodes, 4.1 million dollars in the box office in its third week in release bringing it up to 41 million dollars so far. Number 3 Ghostbusters Afterlife bringing in another 7 in its fourth week in release doing pretty well for itself at 112 million in its four weeks. Number two, uh, not no surprise. Honestly, I thought that this one would still be number one, but Encanto bringing in nine point nine million dollars in its third week in release so far seventy one million dollars. It's doing very very well for a three weeks uh, three week old animated film. And then, of course, number one movie, not by much, though, only by about five six $600,000 was West Side Story, coming in at $10.5 million in its opening weekend. So, um,
1: I imagine Encanto's uh, probably doing better at home right now, because mm-hmm. everyone already pays for their Disney subscription uh, and watches it there, and they're having to spend all the money on their gifts. So going to the theater and spending money on something you can watch at home already, especially when it's not a big theatrical experience. Movie is probably the more uh acceptable terms for most families kind of a thing
0: yeah exactly well all right guys well um that's our show uh we're done it's nine o'clock we hit it right on the money look at that timed like we planned it which we didn't but uh thanks for tuning in we will be back next uh week uh, vince over there he says last comment it is still early december but i have to say my christmas miracle is the straps on jake's mask holding back that mask good job <laughs> It's, what? Some, it's very strappy, or holding back the beard, holding back that man. Okay, yeah, holding back your beard. It's packed all in. Oh yeah, nice and yeah, tight. It's
1: all back here. Yeah. Um,
0: but anyway, thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week. Uh, we'll probably be talking about if I can. If I get to see um, Nightmare Alley, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, but if I can't, then I'll go see Spider Man.
1: Yeah, if I can find an open seat to go watch Spoder Boys, I guess yeah. I'll. Find a
0: way to do that too. And uh, thanks for the for the. Um Thanks for the good job, at least over on YouTube, uh, praising us on our show. Tell your friends. Like and subscribe. You can find us over on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, We broadcast every Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you are tuned into the live broadcast, you can always listen to the MP3s or the podcast or whatever you want to call them. It's 2021. Call it what you will.
1: Yeah, and uh, special thanks again to all of our Twitch subscribers and and, uh, uh, gifted subs and all of those things. All of that. Definitely appreciate that.
0: All right, well, we will see you guys next week. Adios.